Welcome to Power for Your Living podcast with Prophet Daniel Amwating, a timely, inspirational, and revelational message to restore your life and destiny. This message gives you the power to live your best life given to you by God. Now, to today's message. All things are pure, but to those who are corrupted and do not believe, nothing is pure. The Message Bible brings it in a very good context. Message Bible, very good context. How the Message Bible plays it in the context was very, very great. Amen. Amen. They can use it. Thank you. Amen. Yeah. Look at it. Everything is clean to the clean-minded. Nothing is clean to the dirty-minded unbelievers. I come to speak to you because you are moving towards less level. God has given me a sermon. That is caption blocking the obstacles to miracles. The things that block people from receiving their testimonies, there are three. One of them is unbelief. Number two, no love. When there's no love, there's no miracle. And the third one, wrong environment. Because it's a broad topic, we are only working on one, unbelief. The shadow of unbelief. So it says, for your life to be clean, your mind to be clean. For your life to be dirty, your mind should be dirty. What is in your mind? Help me to give the title of my sermon to your neighbor on your left and right. Say, my neighbor. My neighbor. What, are what are you thinking? Don't doubt again. Don't doubt you may be seated. I want to speak on a subject. Don't doubt again. Say, I will not doubt again. Church of God, hear me. Whatever you want to see in life, it doesn't just come automatic. Life is not automatic. Life is not just a fairy tale or fiction movie. The next time you watch it, an action movie, a CIA movie, you know that at the end of the day, we will cut the last killer. That is not life. There are supposed to be strength that are pulled behind the scenes in life for you to see results. According to Newton's law of motion, it says to every action, there's equal and opposite reaction. There's something that opposes something that is also coming close. He says an object will always be in the state of rest until an external force is being applied. If I put this one, that, 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 the first law of inertia, if I put this here and I place it down, it will be here for a thousand years, not until something moves it or somebody moves it. In your life, nothing will move, not until you move. But unfortunately, people don't know how things move in their life. Things only move in your life by your mind. Your life is a magnet. If you are here, you want to get a house at Spinter's Road. The house will never come to you from the Spinter's Road. But the moment would think, your mind is a magnet. It brings it to you. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. You can never rise above your thinking ability. If you see yourself as low, you shall be low. If you see yourself as great, you shall be great. When you wake up in the morning and you think about a white Mercedes Benz, you think about a white Toyota, a white Range Rover, a black Range Rover. Mind you, everybody has happened to you before. Simple experiment. The moment you think about it, what happens? When you wake up and you go by the road, what's the first car you see? Oh, oh am I saying the truth? Yes. The thing you think about or you talk about, you see it. 
Just forget about one of your friends you've heard from them for a long time and think about them. Within five minutes, your friend will your friend will call. Your mind is a magnet. You have been praying for good things in life. My question is, what have you been thinking? You can pray and say, God bless me. And your mind is that I'm struggling. You will struggle. When you pray for one hour and you don't believe and somebody prays for one minute and the person believes, the person who prayed for one minute and believes will get the answer. You will do Shabalaba for a thousand years. It will not come. Matthew chapter 21 verse of 22 look at what it says in this contest it says absolutely everything ranging from small to large as you make it part of your believing prayer it is a prayer believing prayer so which means we have a prayer and we have a believing prayer my question to somebody right now is that what kind of prayer do you have is it a prayer or believing prayer the NIV put it in the other dimension of belief. The NIV on the belief. It says, if you believe, you receive how many things? Whatever. Ten service, I can't feel you. Whatever. Whatever you do, what? Ask for. Church. Have you been asking for something in prayer? Yes. My question to you is that are you believing? One day, a whole community, there was a drought in the community. No water was coming out, no rain for six months. And the king made an um, um, announcement and said, we want everybody, including the pastors of the Methodists, of the Roman Catholic, of the Presbyterian, charismatic churches, everybody come around, we are going to pray. And when we pray, rain has to fall down. The whole community came out. Everybody, thousand people. Anglican bishop is there. Roman bishop is there. Charismatic bishop is there. Prophets are there. Fetish priests are there. Everyone is there. And all of them came down to pray. Coming to pray, they were looking about. They were looking about just for rain to come down. But when they were coming to pray, one young boy, when he was coming, he came with an umbrella. And they asked the boy, why the umbrella? And he said, because you are coming to pray, I know that the rain will come. So I brought my umbrella. Jesus. So bishops didn't believe, but the small boy believes. Why are you praying for rain? But you have no umbrella. You are praying for success, but your mind is full of failure. You want God to bless you. But every now and then, you check what happened to your mother and say, because it happened to my mother, it will happen to me. But somebody hear me, your mother is different from you. Your destiny is different. Yes. One person can change the laws of that family. And that person is here only if you can believe. Shout, I believe. I believe. One more time, let's go. I believe. For the last time. I believe. Unless you can speak to you about a great American comedian and actor. And this particular actor, in the year of 1985, he, 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 he just started doing acting in 1985. Things were not working well. He said he sat down and wrote a check to himself. The check he wrote was $10 million and put the check in his wallet. Every morning when he wakes up in the morning, he paid the check. Look at the $10 million and say, you, one day, you'll be mine. Do you know that when he wrote the check in 1985, I'm talking about Jim Carrey, he wrote a check in 1985. After 10 years, November 1995, he was cast into a movie. 
and the first salary they give to him was $10 million. Hear me! He's not a pastor. He's not a preacher. I don't even know whether he is a Christian or something. But he used their mind to look at that thing. What have you been thinking about? What is in your mind? When I come to your house right now, I can know your future from your house. What is on your walls? Is it only old pictures? That shows where you are coming from? Or you have pictures of where you want to be? What have you placed there? What is your life moving towards? Every day when you wake up in the morning, what do you talk about? What's the first thing you talk about? Hey, as for Ghana, it's hard. Oh. Hey, as for Ghana, no. Yes, it's hard, but say, it's hard, but I make it. I am different. What are you talking about? Just hear me. What is in your mouth will determine your destiny. Your life will never be different from what comes from your mouth. And hear me. Whatever comes from your mouth comes from your mind. Let me tell you something serious. When somebody doesn't like somebody and they take them out to Babalao or Juju or something, look at how they call it. They, they've sent a person there to go and cast a spell on them. Do I have a witness over here? Oh, I can't feel you. That's right. Okay, or well, the photo come out, Juju BSC, he uncast a spell on Tono, so to put a spell on the person. And some of you, when you talk about spell, you think spell is something so hideous. Okay, spell is, you think the spell is when he's going to put the black powder. No, spell is what the evil man put on the person, the worst. So spell, when you say that, she's put a spell on the guy. So anytime she needs 10,000, the guy will give to her. The spell is not the food the guy eats. It is what the girl said, spell. So let me tell you, in class one, there was a, a, a course that was called um, dictation or spelling bee. The teacher will tell you, spell the word mango. What will you do? M-A-N-G-O. He said, good, you spelled it right. So simply means, spelling simply means mention of words. Anytime words is being mentioned, a spell is cast. So when I look at you right now and I tell you, you shall make it in life. You shall prosper. I put a good spell on you. When somebody tells you, you struggle, you die before your time, they also cut a spell on you. So spell is only a word. Let me pause here to advise and warn everybody. Never ever let anybody joke with you on words. Clear example. I have a problem with somebody. Let's say I have a problem with Pastor, uh, Pastor Joseph. And I just look at Pastor Joseph and say, you, you will struggle. But I was joking, oh, you will struggle. Church, the spell, the word that came out of my mouth, it doesn't know joking. That's right. That's right. That's right. So long as it comes from the mind, it has come out. So although my mind thought, thought that, oh, you struggle, oh, the word doesn't see you struggle as a joke. It will happen like that. So if you, if you have any friend, and any small thing they say something bad to you, listen, run away from that person. Yes. And let me tell you how to avoid wrong words. When the wrong word is being spoken on you, don't go back home and stop it. In front of the person, say, I rebuke it. Say, I reverse it. Say, I, oh my God. Use your right word. Bounce it back. Change it now. It will not stand. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. Now the Bible says, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, there's nothing that, that is called a joke. Sometimes you have a friend, 
The moment you fall out of the friend, the friend will insult you. The friend will say negative things on you. And after they come back to your senses, oh, sorry, I was playing. For them to say it with their mouth, it was already in their hearts. So I want to stand on this altar and I declare, if any word has been spoken on you by the blood, by the power, by the power of God, I reverse it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Now I want to stand here and declare, if any good word has been said on you, let it manifest. 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 Somebody shout fire. fire. Sit down. Let me show you something. When we say, I'm blessing you, blessing is not magic. Blessing simply means a word spoken on you. Blessing. Blessing means I'm speaking something good on you. So God said to Moses to tell the people of Israel, I think number 624. Check and see whether it's there before you put it on there. He says to he says, he says, when you are blessing my people, say to them. Say the revelation. He says, When you are blessing my people, say to them. Do you know the meaning? Okay, it's there. Look at it right now. He says, The Lord said to Moses, Let's go. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons. This is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them. So for me to bless it is equal to say to you. So blessing is equal to saying. The question is what has been said on you? And what, what, what are you supposed to say to them? 24. The Lord bless you and keep you. So blessing is equal to saying. What has been said on you? Sis, what has been said on you? Bro, what has been said on you? But it's about your belief, your thinking ability. If your life is down, check what you are thinking. When you wake up in the morning and you are so sad and depressed, what did you think about? It, it, it will surprise you to know that the things you talk about before you sleep, you dream about it. Do you have a witness over here? Listen to me. Listen to me. What you spoke about in the night, you dreamt about it. It means if you also say good things about yourself, it will become your reality in life. So one day, a situation happened. There was famine. There was no food in Israel. People were hungry. Then the man of God, by the name of Elisha, he stood up and said, tomorrow by this time, food will come. One guy was there. Give me an illustration. Give me an illustration. Come. Protocol, come right now. Come. So this is the king. Stand there as a king. Good. Give me one chair, man of God. As an illustration. Just one chair. Yeah. So sit down as a king. Sit down as a king. And come. And the king had, and the king had an assistant. Come here. An, of, an official. Then the prophet of God came. This is the prophet of God. So the prophet of God came to the king. And said to the king. There's no food. There's nothing. But say yes, the Lord. Tomorrow by this time. Food, he says, food will be sold for a silver piece. Ah, we are talking about 1983 where there's no food. Some of you were, were not born. Some of us. Listen, listen. There's no food, oh. But the prophet says, tomorrow by this time, you use only one city to buy one bag of rice. So the prophet told the king, 
Then the king Sujaman said to the prophet, you crazy. He said, Are you? He said that's why this man of God, I don't trust them more. Tomorrow by this time, then the man of God said to the guy, because you have doubted. Somebody wave your hands and say Jesus. Wave your hands and say Jesus. Wave your hands and say Jesus. Say, oh God, remember me by your power in the name of Jesus. So the prophet said, because you have doubted me, tomorrow by this time, the food will come by you. You will not chop some. Church, when you doubt, you can see things and other people will have, you will not have some. The Bible says, the next day, I don't want to go into that story. Some leprous people went to an Assyrian camp and found a lot of money and food. Then they came to tell the king. And the king told all his soldiers to go and bring the food. And the food came to the land of Samaria. When the food came, guess what? It was so plenty. And mind you, this man is still a bodyguard. So when people, you know, food has come, so everybody is rushing. When the food was coming, people rushed and they trampled this man down. And they, they walked, stampede. And he died. So people stand on him to go and get food. And the Bible says it was confirmed that the man of God said, you will see it, but you will not chop some. What is the issue? He didn't believe. If you don't believe something, it means you are not ready for the thing. So you are equal to dying. I pray you will not die before your time. But you shall live to enjoy all the blessings of the goodness of God. So let's see the test. Second Kings chapter 7, verse 1. Let's go. And let's see what's there. Let's see from NLT here. Elisha replied, listen to this message from the Lord. This is what the Lord says. But tomorrow by this time, the markets of Samaria, five cut of choice flour, blah, 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 one piece of silver. Now, the officer assisting the king said to the man of God, that couldn't have happened even if the Lord opens the window of heaven. Hey! The guy said, Charlie, if God opened the whole sky, man of God, you will liar, go away. Tell somebody, be very careful, not doubt. Ah, Elisha is not But Elisha replied, you will see it with your own, but you will not be able to eat any of it. This one is another preaching. It's two things. The guy doubted. So he couldn't eat some. Elisha also spoke and it happened. Whoever has told you that you will, not, you will only see things but you will not eat some. Any satanic Elisha. Oh, 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 oh. That some people, it has been said of them behind the scenes that as for relationship, the guy will tell you you are beautiful. But for the guy to marry is another story. By any Elisha that has said you will not see it. By fire, by force, in the name of Jesus. By the same word, I divert, I overrule, I switch it by power. Some shall fire. Sit down. But you will not be able to eat any of it. Let's see 17. What happened? 17. Now, now food has come. 
So the king appointed his officer, look at it, to control the traffic at the gates. But he was knocked down and trampled to death as the people rushed out. So everything happened exactly as the man of God had predicted when the king came to his house. Verse 18. The man of God has said, tomorrow by this time, this, 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 19. And the, and the officer said, if God even opens the windows, is even a, a, a recap. You see it, but you'll not be able to eat of it. And verse 20. Very sad story. And so it was, for the people trampled him to death at the gates. So the food came. He couldn't chop some because he said it will not happen. Unbelief is a very deadly weapon. Christians don't receive testimony sometimes because of unbelief. And hear me, unbelief and believe is not easy. Because when you look at the temper, everything is telling you it will not happen. Oh, let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. I like real people. Listen, sometimes people bring cases. And I look at the case. I hear the case. My mind will tell me nothing. But I hold on to the word of God. For you to conquer unbelief, hold on. What, what did God say about the case? Yes, the case is difficult. This is my secret. I'm telling you. Everything I teach you here, I don't teach you something abstract. What works for me is what I teach you. I say, in this case, what does the Bible say about it? Like when they brought the woman here who was pregnant for 18 months. Charlie, 18 months. I started asking questions. 18 months. Is it there? Is it? I see the serious. Then the, the, the sister who brought her to is the, is the sister, the senior sister. He said, Yes, for here, you will give birth, and God will do it. My mama, I'm saying, 18 months. I said, Have you gone for scan? Is it inside? But, but immediately, my face switched. When it's straight, what was it? I said to her, You are supposed to give birth in nine months. So if you are pregnant for 18 months, you are long overdue. Wednesday night, it was a Wednesday night. We prayed for her. Everybody was here. We prayed for her. There, she went to labor. She went home after three days. She got the baby. Listen, don't tell me I had 100% faith. But I knew that God would do it. Church, hear me? Faith is not something big. The Bible says if you have faith like a master seed. Master seed is like a rice grain. But that seed, it grows to become the biggest tree in the forest. So your faith should not be so big. Just, faith is just belief. I know God will do it. Let me give you simple, another example. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. They lost faith. Yeah, I like the way you are watching. I like, I like it when I'm controversial. I like it. The, the, the king told them, bow down and worship my God. And they said, no, we will not bow down. Yes, they have faith over there. I'm just letting you know that your faith should be so big. You can mess up on the way. Then the king said, hey, get the offering ready. Go and put them in. And they said, king, we will not bow down to your God and worship your God. I know our God will save us. Now this is how they lost faith. Even if our God doesn't save us. <laughs> Give it to me. Daniel chapter 3, verse where is there? Show me. Daniel chapter 3, verse where is there? It says, even if our God. So I want to ask you, did they have 100% faith? Yeah. 
But because they had faith in the beginning, the first faith was working for them. Just get small faith and something will happen for you. Can I take a three reference of help me very quick? Somebody. He says, even if, give it to me, man of God. Where is it? He says, I know my God will save us, but even if, where is it? Even if, just down from, I think, 15, 20 going. He says, even if our God doesn't save us, we will not bow down to your God. Daniel chapter 3. Hello? Every day when you can bring my Bible, okay? Daniel chapter 3. Even if our God, verse 18. So let's start from 16. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we don't need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He'll rescue you from your power, your majesty. That's good faith, wonderful, nice, every faith. But this is how they lost faith. But even if, even if, don't, oh, say, ah, but even if, ah, but even if, there's somebody here. You said even if, but even if before. But the Lord says, I'll not take your even if. Because of your first faith, I will build on your first faith. Because of your first faith, I will show up in your life. Because of your first faith, I will show up. Even if he doesn't. So Transi will say, I'm one more. But God used their first faith. We want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Verse 19. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious. He told them to now increase the oven to seven times. Church. Seven times. But let me tell you something about God. Nebuchadnezzar thinks he's very evil. But what he did, it was a spiritual direction. He said, increase the fire to seven times. Ah, out of all the numbers in the world. Why did he say ten times? But he said seven times. He forgot to know that the number seven in the Bible means covenant and favor. And the number seven also means perfection. God rested on the seventh day. So by the number seven, God says, I will let my people rest in the fire. Hotter than usual. Because the number seven in the Hebrew is translated as Sheba. And the word Sheba simply means covenant. So the moment he says, equal the power of the fire to the number seven, to me, God says, I'm going to remember my covenant. Hey, your enemy will work for you. Verse 20. Verse 20. Now he ordered some of the strongest men of his army to bind Shadrach, Mezak, and Abednego. So right now, they bound the three men to put them in fire. To put them in fire. So they tied them up and put them. When the men were going inside, they were dressed in their ovens and their turbans and everything. Now, this is where I like. Because the king's command was so high, he demanded the, such a hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers that threw the men inside. So the fire is so much that the soldiers... Come right now, come. come. So this, this is Sadrach, Mishak, and Abednego, come. And these are the soldiers, man of God, come. Yeah. So stand, stand behind them. So tie your hands like this. This is how they go. So this is the fire. Soldiers, put them, uh, push them. But wait, oh, wait, oh. 
The Bible says, but the fire killed. It doesn't make sense. This, this is fire. They are pushing them, but the flame of the fire killed the soldiers that were pushing them in the fire. Can I pause here to declare? Whoever is pushing you to any disaster, the disaster is about to stop them before it stops you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said it's about to stop them before they stop you by fire. Shout, you can't stop me. Sit down. Sit down. So now the soldiers fall down. The soldiers are killed, but the guys come are in the fire. Now let's see what happened. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego securely tied and fell into the roaring flames. Now let me tell you something strange here. They are going to put them in fire. But the king made sure they have tied their hands. King, church, if you, and, and these guys, they were 60, 17 years. If you are going to put somebody in fire, will you tie them? Because, and the mouth of the fire is only one. When you enter oven, you can't go out again. But let me tell you, the enemy knows what you carry. That even in fire, he tries to bind you. Because you know that in fire, anything at all can happen. There is somebody here, anything at all is about to happen for you. Let me give you the good news. Suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped in amazement. This is the next day and exclaimed to his advisors, Ah, didn't we tie up three men and threw them in the fire? Say, Yes, they replied. What's the answer? Verse 5, verse 25. Look, I see four men. Ah, but the men have three. I see four men walking around. In the fire unharmed, and the fourth man looks like a god. Psh, don't clap yet. Give me the translation that NIV and that says look like the son of God. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. The NIV okay, KGV that says the son of God. Help me very quick. The NIV says the fourth man looks like a son of the gods. Give me the KGV and let's see. Now the fourth man looks like the son of God. Now look at this. There were three guys. That were put in fire. But in the fire, they became four. And the fourth man looks like the Son of God. How to pause everybody from Sunday School 101. Who is the Son of God? Oh, oh look at it. Are you afraid? Who is the Son of God? So, so God was saying, even in your fire, Jesus will be there with you. And now, and now hear this one. Hear this one. Now, when they were going inside, they were wearing their dresses and they were tied. But let's see what has happened in 26. Something strange. The book of the came near and said, Ah, you sons of the living God, come out. And the prince and the governors, and they saw the men whose bodies the fire had no power. And their hair was not even bent. And their coats were not chained. And there was no smell of fire on them. I'll end on here. Let me tell you something. Can I talk to somebody? When somebody even smoke, right now, Ghana, I don't really hear seriously smoke here more. Abroad. Listen to me. 
Can you go into fire without smelling fire? Church of God, talk to me. But the Bible says when they came out of the fire, they didn't smell fire. Do you know the meaning? Do you know the meaning? The Lord says, the situations and the troubles you have gone through, when God brings you out, people will not recognize it's you. So, when you tell people what you have suffered, they will not believe you. Because you don't smell my, 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 my. You don't smell. So some of you here, when you tell people you've been homeless before, they will say you're a liar. Because when they see the man see you stay inside, you don't look at somebody who has been homeless before. But God himself will show up. So I believe. Oh, Father, let me tell you this. Have faith. Have belief. Do not doubt. And God will show up in your life. And look at the last thing that happened. The Bible says, and they still had their dresses on. Hmm. Can you go in fire with your dress on? Listen, when you are naked, it means disgrace. The Lord says, the fire they have flung against you, you will never be disgraced. And let me tell you the other revelation. They were three, but in the fire, they became four. Three and four, which one is the greatest number? So before the fire, they were three. In the fire, they multiplied. Sometimes people think they are putting you into trouble, but it's for your multiplication. Listen, listen. If you don't believe that one, go and ask the woman who sells rice. When they pick just one, one, one kunku, rice, kunku, one, one cup of rice, kunku. When you pick just one container of one cup of rice, it looks so small. But the moment they put it on the fire, that small rice becomes big. There is somebody here, the Lord says, you are like rice. They thought they were putting you on fire. They didn't know they were multiplying you. Oh, man of God. Oh, Charlie, Charlie. Sorry. Listen to me. Is there anybody here that for some time now you've been in some fire? The Lord says you are the rice. 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 I'm about to multiply you. I'm about to increase you. I'm about. The only thing you've got to do is just to believe the word of the living God. Now hear me. Do you know that the number became, do you know why the number became four? Nebuchadnezzar here helped them. Because he said increase it to number seven. Seven. And Sadrach and Mezak were three. Seven minus three is equal to what? So a fourth man came. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. The fourth man looks like the son of God. That is Jesus. May Jesus show up in your fire. Be on your feet, I'm done. The assignment is very simple today. The whole narrative was, to, was tailored for one thing. That never ever doubt. Never ever doubt. Tell somebody, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Never ever doubt. There's a strong fire in this house today. The shadow of doubt is leaving somebody. So the shadow of doubt is leaving you. Whatever thought you tormented your life is leaving you right now by the message, by the grace of the living God. It's leaving you right now by the power of God. Sun is over. Listen, I speak over 
over you now. Jesus. Any sickness in your body. Any condition. I melt it now. I melt it now. I melt it now. I speak over you. Jesus. Any shadow of unbelief. I take it away. Shall I take it away? Take it away. Say so any unbelief. I move it away. Look at me. We lift in a holy one prayer. And don't forget, service on Tuesday and also on Wednesday. Thursday to the women are meeting. Make sure that every woman, make sure you are here. I'll come and anoint you after you are done. Now let me give you this last word. This last, it's the last prayer. We are about to pray. That in Jesus' name. The Bible says, whatever you ask, when you believe. Listen. People who don't believe, don't go around them. Oh, me, when you doubt, I don't go close to you. Those who say negative and, and discouraging, don't go close. Where you want to stay? Where you want to stay? Have you even gone there before? Walk there. Go there. Go and take photos. Put it by your house. Every day, watch it. You stay there. It's called law of attraction. God will let the whole universe of attraction of magnetic force move it for you. It's for Christians. We started it first. So anything Adam saw, any name he put on the animal, that's how it was being called. Wait, oh, who, who created the animals? Who? But who named it? So you can name what you want. Only name it and it will be yours. When he named it, it became his. Anything that has your name on it is yours. If your car has your name, it's yours. If your land has your name, it's yours. If your phone has your name, it's yours. If you can put a name, it will. Lift up your right hand. Don't close your eyes. On Wednesday night, whilst ministering, I think I was even about to close. I went to a lady at the back there. I said to the lady, the Lord said unto me that um, don't go to, don't travel to a place, OT region or Pando or something, and you people were laughing at me. And I said, God says don't go there for a funeral. After the service, the young girl walked to me and said, man of God, God bless you. I said, what's up? He said, she was there. He said, when the grandfather and the mother, grandfather and grand, grandfather and father was about to die, they called her aside and said to her, Never let anybody put you on a seat to become a queen mother. Because that's what killed the grandfather. And she said the grandfather even told her that this family, we don't come from royal. But anybody who come to make you a queen mother, don't. Do you know that? She came to me and said, man of God, that's where I come from. I was there in Accra and they came to put powder on me. But I ran away from the three men and they are still chasing after me. And one auntie has been pushing her to make sure she goes on their back. This is the first service. Let's see. The, yes, let's see. Okay, let's see the prophecy first. Let's see the prophecy first. Let's see the manifestation. I come to use it for one prayer point. Let's flow. Let's go. Exactly. This Wednesday. This Wednesday. Father, I speak over the sister. Yeah. Father, I give him praise. And, and on him. In Shannon and Fihasa. 
everybody I've been calling, massive blessings are coming their way. And today, the same blessing coming on other people. Let the same blessing of God visit your life, visit your family in the name of Jesus. So I am blessed. I am blessed. In the name of Jesus. Sister, in the month of June, if anybody invites you to a funeral, don't go. Utime. Any funeral, don't don't go. Don't go. Go enter the altar. Because who name? Adia wa brewa who we are saying. Namedia chose say. Amen. Amen. So the funeral the was a trap. Don't look go. at it. Don't go. Don't go. It will be in two places. One of them will be around Uti region. Another one will be at Pando. That's where you come from. Come from Pando. Sister, Pando. Go. Your friend is saying, Pando. And you fault. Amen. Clap your hands and bless God. So let's see what she said today. Yeah. This is the first service. Sound, please. Thank you. Oh, capture her to be a queen mother. Then she said they've even done the first attempt. They've done the first attempt and she ran away. So to this prophecy, you know, Anka, they are going to invite her for funeral. So why did you why don't you like it? And I know I'm not from a royal family. Yes. She's not from there, but they wanted to. My be. grandfather died. She he vowed that no none of us should attempt those things. And when my father was about dying, so he also said the same thing. He said the same thing? Yes. And when you die, they want to come and capture you? Yes. They and are not from royal family? Yes. So what is happening? Um, 2018, they came to Accra, and they were able to capture me. They poured the powder on me, and I was able to struggle with three men. And at You ran away? Yes, then I was able to run away. So since then, we weren't hearing anything. From last year to now, my auntie always called me that we should go to our, our hometown, Pando. Then I said, well, I won't go. My mother too, it's, my, it's only my mother that supports me in that. So before the Easter, my auntie called me that they've gotten someone, a man uh, de uh, decided to give her daughter out. But then the lady is in the US, wow. she'll be coming for the Easter. So I shouldn't worry. So I should come and let's go to Ekbando during the Easter. Thank you for joining us on Power for Your Living podcast. You can contact Prophet Daniela Martin on www.danielamartin.net or call the toll-free number 1-844-314-7337 or call plus 233-240-799910 or email a-M-O-A-T-T at hotmail.com. If you are blessed by this message, you can prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry by giving your offering on www.danielamwating.net or cash up, dollar sign, power of worship, one, or PayPal, info at danielamwating.net or MTN mobile money, 055-0000881. Thank you. You can worship with Prophet Daniela Martin at Power of Worship International Ministries, Spinktest Road, Accra, Ghana, or any of his international branches across the world. Visit us on our social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, 
Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Clubhouse at Daniel Amwating or Power of Worship International on Facebook. Thank you.